welcome back Your dreams were your ticket out Welcome back Ladies and gentlemen, gentlemen Can I please have your attention? Oh, oh. this is gonna be fun We can stand late, swapping manless stories And in the morning, I'm making what? Because people have gotta know Whether or not their president's a crook well, I'm not a crook. I'm not going to give you a can question. You can you stay categorical? You are fake news. Sir, go ahead. I can, you can see Russia from my house. <laughs> Mr. Gorbachev, tear down this wall. We, uh, uh we, um, like drink box water bottles. I don't know. The proof is approved. What kind of proof? It's approved. is happening welcome back to season two of the edge of tomfoolery here at the edge of tomfoolery we talk about music we talk about sports we talk about the politics and uh all kinds of other tomfoolery and tonight let me tell you we took a little siesta it was supposed to be a week and it went all summer and so we said why not start season two and coming back for season two he's still acquiring or, or attempting attempting to be the mayor of Ivanhoe himself Sir Robert Morris. Bobby, how are you? Hey, Bruce, I'm doing well, and I hear you tweak the intro a little bit for season two. Well, we're trying to do a little bit different, yeah. just a little bit. And we promised you when you came back that we would get you some tomatoes. Mm-hmm. And so we have some orange tomatoes for you, my friends. Nice. We, m- nice. Mrs. Mackey set them aside and said, you know what? Those are for Bob when he comes back. Oh, and and it. And someone we would, we're going to pop them in the mail, kind of like Nana Hannah used to pop the uh, didn't she do some meatballs or something like that? Stevie Heights with us. How are you, Stevie? I'm good. Yeah, uh, she shipped me some of those, and uh, yeah, they don't they don't mail well. Tomatoes <laughs> or meatballs, just just FYI. And didn't she send them to an island somewhere like Saint Kitts? Yeah, yeah, sent them to an island in the Caribbean for me, and uh, yeah, I was almost uh, thrown into the small municipal jail there. So uh, <laughs> they were they were a little rancid. All you had to show for it was fire ants. Exactly. Yeah, I think you did, didn't you? Didn't you have some fire ants? Oh, yeah. It was getting infested. Yeah, yeah. That was a party. Well, listen, guys. It's season two. It's good to have you back. I feel a little out of practice. Season two. And, uh, you know, I'm wearing my T-shirt tonight. It says, I need, all I need is a little bit of Blue Jays and a whole lot of Jesus. So There you go. Yeah, I didn't have a jersey tonight because it's hot. So I'm just wearing T-shirts. And I noticed that. Probably since we mentioned, Bob, that Steve was wearing red T-shirts all the time. I don't think he's worn one since. No. No, he took it personally. I think he did. Yeah, me and, me and Tiger Woods, once he and him and I stopped winning with them, I just I had enough. Yeah, there you it's go. All over. All right. So let's listen. Uh, let's talk some sports. the globe to bring you the constant variety of sports, the thrill of victory, and the agony of defeat. The human drama of athletic competition. This is Tom Vuleries. Wide World of Sports. So since we last did our uh, podcast, you know, there's been, there's been quite a bit that's happened. Uh, the mm. Tampa Bay Lightning won the Stanley Cup. 
you know, much to my, uh, you know, mm. I was Disdain. I was sad. Yeah, and I was yeah. actually going to go. We were going to go to Game Four. We were all set to go, and we didn't go. I should have gone, but we didn't go. And Montreal lost, of course, in five. Um, there's a few things that I want to talk about, but the one. Let me just see if I can play this part here. People will come, Ray. They'll come to Iowa for reasons they can't even fathom. Where is Iowa again? Is it next to? It's not near Montana. It's <laughs> uh, it's more in the middle. Okay. Uh, Did either of you have a chance to see the Field of Dreams game in the summertime? Saw some of it. Yeah. Did you see it at all, Stevie? Did you see the highlights? I, I yeah, I saw some of the highlights. I, I I think I on the YouTube's I rewatched Kevin Costner's speech there. So. Hey, coming out of the corn and all. Oh yeah. Did Did you get a little bit teary eyed when Rugnet Odor just kind of uh, escaped oh. from the the corn out there, Bob? <laughs> I actually missed the first part of the game. All the festivities. <laughs> That's but. the best part. Well, then at the end, uh, the White Sox. Ended up hitting it into the corn. That I saw. Yeah, that was that was actually very very cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that was that was neat. That was a, a little while ago. Now last night, let me just see if I can get this. Uh, last was it last night? Uh, Corbin Burns of the Milwaukee Brewers uh, pitched eight innings, and then they turned it over to the the reliever. The reliever. Mm-hmm. Do you remember? Yeah, who yeah. The, yeah. Let's let's see if we can listen to that. That's a real position. Hater pouring heat. Corbin Burns watches from the dugout. Eight no-hit innings for him. The Brewers a strike away. Haters one, two. Strike three! They'll secure it at first, and there it is! The second no-hitter in Brewers franchise history as Hader picks up the save, burns the win, and they're erasing history all the way back to 1987, Rock, your day. What a a magical year it has been for the Brewers, capped off tonight by the no-hitter, Corbin Burns, Josh Hader. What a performance by the A combined no-hitter. Wow. So uh, how many no-hitters has that been this year, Steve? Do you have any idea? Uh, I think it's probably 103 by now. There's there's been a lot of no hitters. Yeah. I was gonna say 103 because it's been a yeah. lot. And yeah. and um, and last night, and, and of course, let's talk about our Blue Jays. And the Blue Jays mm. have been on a tear, and they've been crushing everyone, beating the Yankees four straight. I was so happy yeah. about that. Then they lose to Baltimore Orioles mm-hmm. on Friday night, and I was so upset. And then they were losing again. Uh, on the next day, and and last night in the second game, they were getting no hit through six innings. Mm-hmm. And I already know if they get no hit, it doesn't really count because it's seven innings. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but then in the seventh inning, they got a hit. Then they got another hit. Got a home run. They got eleven runs last night. Mm-hmm. One inning. One in one inning. Mm-hmm. So let's uh, let's see some highlights. This is now from two games yesterday and then one game yeah no these are both from yesterday's game so let's just listen to that he's found his footing Lottie hits one high and deep oh you know what hold on this is from today's game mm. today's oh, game yeah, there it is okay today's game do you know do you know what the score of today's game was bob morris it was 22 to 7 i heard i think this is more than most football games mm-hmm. today like this is oh, yeah. so so 
two two events, two uh, two or three home runs today from today's game, and then one of the home runs from yesterday's game. So let's try that again. He's found his footing. Now he hits one high and deep to left, and that ball is gone, just inside the foul pole. A low liner, number 44 for Guerrero, and that will tie him with Shohei Otani for the Major League lead. He's tied with Otani. That's awesome. He goes after the first pitch and hits it high into the air in right field, and gone! Grand slam home run for Guriel. That's his fourth Grand Slam of the season. He's got 23 go RBIs so far in September. Wow. wow. We're shaking and vibrating all night long. And not to be done. This game this afternoon. Here's Teoscar. There's a high fly ball to the right, and this ball's going to go another home run. A Grand Slam for Teoscar. The second Grand Slam. And then this the was day, from the first the game of the season last night for the Blue Jays. And Teo has hit They're behind two Grand by a run. This year, and he will cross the 100 RBI. George Springer well. coming to the plate. There it is. Not running. Swinging a drive. Left field. Stay fair ball. Stay fair ball. It's gone. George Springer has given the Blue Jays the lead with a two-out, two-run home run. Do they have a chance, Bob Morris, to make it in to the playoffs? Uh, here's the kiss of death from Bob Morris. I think they do. I think they do. Uh-oh. Oh, no. <laughs> That's, not good. That's not good. <laughs> you never say they're going to make it, Bob. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Those guys yeah. got 44 runs in three games. Did you see the Yankees did some little, they, they, they did some little trash talk on Twitter? And then since then, they, they said, oh, you can beat us, but you can't score any runs against uh, Baltimore. Ah. And since then, I think Isaac said they've scored 47 runs or something. Yeah, take, take that back, oh. Rugnet. Yeah. Ru- oh, <laughs> I can't stand the Yankees. I really can't. And, and, and they keep getting COVID. Do you notice that? They've mm-hmm. all been vaccinated about 25 times, and they keep recycling it through. And they, the same guys seems to be keep getting it. I don't mm-hmm. understand it. but Wow. It's like just, the just Omega weak, variant weak genetics. or something. Weak, yeah, yeah, weak yeah. genetics. I like it. Yeah. Uh, did you know Gio Urshela used to be a Blue Jay? A long really? time ago, I yeah. heard that. Yeah, they had his rights. He actually played for did it. Did he play for them too? Yeah, okay. he did. Well, yeah, I never knew that, but what, what do I know? Uh, uh, quick question. Ask away. If, if, uh, if the edge of tomfoolery ever gets like some mega sponsors... Do you think we could go to Iowa and do the show from Field of Dreams oh. and come out of the corn? Would that? You know what? I would love to come. Wouldn't out of that the corn. be something? I, I married a wonderful woman, mm-hmm. beautiful, smart, just amazing woman. She does not get Field of Dreams. Every oh, time that comes my. up, she's like, "So what? They're coming out of the corn." Like I don't really yeah. get it. And mm. I'm like, "Honey, I love you, but you are dead wrong on this. Like this is just pure." Baseball. Maybe she's got to come out of the car and to be able to appreciate it. I don't I, know. That's true. I, I got goosebumps watching mm-hmm. it. Like yeah. Kevin Costner looks about 103. Yep. And that's when, true. <laughs> when he came out, I'm like, oh, it's Kevin Costner. I saw Kevin Costner in Belleville about 10 years ago. He he, just, like he was just he was just there on like just visiting or like I know he's he? he's singing. He was okay. he was in a music group and he was down at the Empire Theater and then he just walk out. He's a terrible singer. But, oh, okay. Uh, what was it? 
Kevin Costner in Modern West, I think it was. And he came okay. out and he just stood there and he just, and then we're all oh. like, oh, it's Kevin Costner, feel the dreams. <laughs> ah, you know, like we, you know, went through all our stuff and then he started singing. And we're like, oh, uh, well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Stick to acting. Hey, Kevin. Stevie, if we go, you want to have a catch? Oh, oh, oh I love it, Bobby. Oh, yeah. They, speaking of 103, James Earl Jones produced some audio for the, for the Field of Dreams game. He sounds about 103. Oh, really? How old is he? How old is he? Ooh. Like, we could check the Googles and see what's going on there. But yeah. my guess I is bet he's, he's 80. I bet he's 92. Something. You think so? Yeah, let's try it. What do you think, Bob? Okay. I He's got to be north of 80, but I, I couldn't say exactly. He's 90. Oh, my. Wow. Born in, in 31. He's going to be he's gonna be 91 in, in January. Wow. I said 92, right? Mm-hmm, you did. Yeah, you did. Oh, You're close. Man. That was close. That was close. Mm-hmm. Yeah, wow. we'll do a Field wow. of Dreams game if they ever open up the border. Oh, there you go. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, why are we letting Americans in and Canadians in, but they they won't let us drive down there? They, we can fly down there. Uh, it's America, Bruce. They pretty well do whatever they mm-hmm. want. <laughs> Hashtag since 1776. Yeah. The whole right? logistical thing is confusing. Yeah. Oh, okay. And we've got one other piece of news in sports. And uh, let me just see if I can find. Uh, yeah, there, let's go with this here. So, Yesperi Kakanyemi. Oh, that was loud. Mm. Yes, Barry yes. Kakanyemi in uh, in the finals was playing. He was not. He was a healthy scratch when Montreal was in the finals, and he was overheard telling someone that he played his last game. He pulled a uh, Patrick Watts oh. and he played his last game with the Uh-oh. Montreal Canadiens. Signed an offer sheet for six point one million. And my my question to you, Bob, is is it spiteful? Was it? You know, two years ago, Montreal signed yep. Sebastian Aho. Yep. To quite a quite a contract, and they matched. Oh, it it was spiteful. It was definitely from the uh, the Aho oh, uh, yeah. situation. They, I think, they even said that they give uh, Yesperi a signing bonus of twenty dollars, <laughs> twenty which bucks, which was is Aho's, Aho's number. number. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And don't don't tell me like that's that's Ooh. that's worse oh, than yeah. junior high. Oh boy, like yeah. you know it's. So I remember a number of years ago, didn't Dustin Penner sign a offer sheet? Uh, the Oilers and with LA and like they were bitter, mm-hmm. bitter. That's right. Uh, has has an offer sheet ever been signed that hasn't been bitterness? Probably not. Yeah. No. You know any offer sheets at all, Stevie, that you can add to this conversation? You know, it's not really my uh, my bailiwick, but uh, <laughs> I'm willing to. Uh, I willing to make stuff up if you guys want me to. Well, speaking it. of making stuff up. What yeah. is your name here on the show from time to time? Uh, I've been known to go by one of my many pseudonyms, which is Zeus Arbuckle. And who is yeah. the quarterback, mm-hmm. uh, Bobby? For uh, is it for Toronto? For the Argonauts, yeah, uh, a Mister Nick Arbuckle. Is there any chance you guys even are closely related or cousins? Or it's well, it's a made-up name for me, so I can't. I mean, I can't really. <laughs> It's a little hard to track the family tree on that one when you just make it up, but uh, I'm sure Arbuckle doesn't feel like that 
common of a name. What was the old uh, the old actor Fatty Arbuckle? Right, there aren't, aren't a lot of Arbuckles out right. there, so I'm sure. Well, let's talk some. some. Let's talk some news now. So, in the news, lots happening, politics, things like that. But before we get there, there is some dangerous things happening in Belleville, and I mean, it's getting this whole COVID nineteen thing and and the impact on the economy and things like that. Uh, three times this week, I have gone to Tim Hortons in Belleville, and they have been closed. And Uh-oh. they've mm. been closed because they can't get staff to work at the Tim Hortons. Wow. And now, uh, one time the whole place was closed. Uh, the other times the in-store was all closed, but you could go through the drive-thru. And so then, and it's actually kind of fun to sit by and watch because once you go in and try and go in and you see it's locked and there's a sign that says it's closed, it's actually ent- mildly entertaining just to sit there <laughs> and watch everyone else do it. You could like oh, yeah. you could tell them as they're driving in or go whatever, and I'm like, oh, it's closed. And it's like, no, nah, I'm just going to watch. Yeah, it's COVID. you got to make <laughs> your own fun, Bruce. <laughs> yeah, I really do. Oh, do you ever? Do you ever? So so I don't know. Is, is the economy like that out west, Steve, where, uh, you know, it's, you know, with the CERB and things like that, like it's getting hard to actually get people to work? Uh, I, I've heard that in the past, but, uh, the, I know in Alberta, they've had to, to just pay way more money to get people to work those yep. jobs. Yep. So, um, one of our beauties, like <laughs> in Alberta, like if you don't get your COVID shot, we're just going to throw a hundred dollars at you. Right. So, uh, oil money can help a whole lot of ways, get the economy rolling. I'll mm. tell you that. Did right people now, take so. up the hundred dollar now as someone like yourself, who's gone and got like a, you know, like a fruit punch of, of uh, COVID-19 vaccines, right? Oh, yeah, got, I got them all, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. When you've got them, and now you people like your neighbors going, hey, I got 100 bucks, woo-hoo! Do you kind of go, listen, Kenny, give me my 100 bucks? Uh, you know what? I have yet to hear anyone who actually is, as like, didn't get the vaccine uh, before, but now went for the 100 bucks. Yeah, do you think people that are vaccine hesitant are going to say, well, I think I'll get the 100 bucks? Uh, you know... Uh, I deleted my Facebook just because of that. And so I don't, I don't know. <laughs> Is I your Facebook like, gone? Oh yeah. I'm just like, I can't, I can't anymore. I just, oh. I can't, I can't help you. Uh, yeah. I, I just, I think if they like, if they believed all of what they want to believe, then, then a hundred bucks isn't going to change their mind. Right. So if I'd have known it was that easy to get you to quit Facebook, I would have done that a long time ago instead of doing the Facebook. <laughs> yeah, what about your, yeah. what about yeah. your 11,047 yeah. friends? Yeah. What, what are they going to do? Sorry, sorry 11,000 friends. Oh, my dude. goodness. They're going uh, through Arbuckle. Uh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe I'll come back once this whole pandemic is over. But you've you've warned me after after 17 months, you finally warned me down. Oh, boy. So, I'm done. So tell me about... Well, the last time you were in Belleville, Steve, when was the last time you were you were in our, our fine town? Uh, you know what? I feel like it probably was like, I think it was the summer of 2017. Wow. Four years. But I think it was four years ago. Yeah. So yeah. so here's another thing. Uh, there's been a bit of a change in the city of Belleville, and I've noticed it recently. And Bob, have you noticed it, that the number of cannabis stores popping up uh, from place to place i'm like i they're 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 popping up everywhere oh it's like tim hortons and and, uh, i went and checked i wanted to know how many i said i think there's more cannabis stores in belleville now than there are tim hortons oh wow and i went and checked there are 11 including there are 11 tim hortons (laughs) okay 
including the one that the, even the part-time ones, like you got a couple part-times on, you got one at, uh, at loyalist and you've got one at the hospital. So wow, that, that okay. put, so there's nine plus those two and those two okay. are kind of like, they're a little Iffy. bit asterisky, right? Cause yeah. they're kind of yeah. like, whatever. Uh, so far there's 10 cannabis stores in Belleville. They're wow. Closing in. Yeah. They're closing in like, and there, and there's some interesting names on them too. Uh, but then when you, when you get into Deseronto, there's, Seriously, like about sixty, and I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> okay. not joking. Oh yeah, yeah. There's, so there's a lot, but when you get in the, in the city of Belleville, I, I, there was a, a nice um, a convenience store and down on uh, Bridge Street, and it's like, oh, that's they've redone it. it looks beautiful. I'm like, oh, I wonder what's in there now. That's a cannabis store. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, yeah. And then uh, downtown, I've got a friend who's got an axe throwing business, and right smack dab this is, beside it is a cannabis store. So I'm like, oh. I don't know if you should mix those two. Yeah, things. I know. Don't <laughs> axe wielding and cannabis. Don't uh, I don't know kids. if you should if you should mix it. But um, uh, all right, so let's just see here. I don't know if I've got. Uh, I don't know if I've got some things to talk about here. I've got I've got quite a few things. We want to talk about the election. And are you following the election at all, uh, Bobby? This is for you. <laughs> I know there is one. I know the date that I go and vote, and I kind of know the names of the candidates. Yeah, that's as far as I've gone. Here we go. Let's see. I have a conversation with Her Excellency Governor General, and she accepted uh, the request to dissolve Parliament. Canadians will go to the vote on September 20th. September 20th, we're going to the polls. Now, we want to talk about a couple things about the upcoming election. Now, I, I, I have to admit on air today that I, I lied. Uh, so my son, it's his first time voting, and so we actually went to the polls today and voted today. Ah. Oh, good man. And so and on our way there, my son goes, uh, so in Belleville, actually, we'll talk about this first. It, it, in our riding, our MP has been Derek Sloan. Mm-hmm. And Derek Sloan was kicked out of the Conservative Party. And now Derek Sloan is somehow running for MP out in, where is it, Banff? Is it Banff? I think so. I think I heard Banff. Some, uh, do you, Stevie knows. He just doesn't yeah, want to admit it's, it. It's called, it's called Banff Airdrie. That's sort of just, Airdrie's a little community just north of Calgary. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so it's sort of just a little community, like everyone just north of Calgary. Banff so. Airdrie. So he's running out there. And so... He was out there and he announced it and he's got his cowboy hat on. And I remember I watched the thing and he's got, and I, I sent a link to Stevie and I said, look, Derek Sloan's running out there. And, and the comment I got back, what was the comment? Someone should tell him if he's that kind of, and he had a giant belt buckle, giant belt buckle and white tennis shoes. Yeah. He's like, yeah, get your footwear sorted, Sloan. Holy cow. <laughs> so then, I don't know, just it's all like escalating something crazy. Um, Boy, that escalated quickly. So then what happened last Sunday in Belleville? I, you have to think that the Belleville riding, so we've got our former mayor, Neil Ellis, is running for the, the Liberals. He's been in almost six years so if if he doesn't get in i don't know if he misses out on the on the the pension you know once you've been in power for six years you get that 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 full pension so he's running for re-election against ryan williams former mayor's son from quinney west is that right bobby could be yeah 
Jim Jim Williams, right? Jim mm-hmm. Williams' son. So he's running. But last Sunday in the Belleville riding, campaigning for Neil Ellis was, and I forget her name, but I know they called her climate change Barbie. What was her? Um, oh yeah, she was the minister of uh, the the environment, the yeah, environment yeah. minister, right? McKenna. And, yes, that's right. Catherine McKenna. She was she was campaigning, going door to door in Belleville last Sunday with Neil Ellis. Going door to door with Neil Ellis was none other than Michelle Rempel. So she oh, was in yeah. Belleville. So those are two heavy hitters, mm. and to me that that tells me that both are in play and both are pretty hungry to win this riding. Mm. Anything to add to that, Stevie? Well, you I mean, <laughs> Michelle is who I, like who was on my ballot. So Michelle's my my writing, I've been here a couple of times, uh, and she's fine. How much did she win by? How much did she win by out there last time? Oh, last time I think it, I, it was it was like high eighties, I think, or eighty percent vote. Yeah, and it's people that don't do that are just like I don't want to do this. Like they're just spoiling their ballot. Like they don't they don't care. So right, Derek so. Sloan is running out there, and I'm in the riding north of Belleville, and his mm-hmm. wife now is running in this riding as an independent. Uh, you know what? Uh, <laughs> sure. Good. Like uh, <laughs> pat on the back about democracy independence. You're not going to do anything. <laughs> yeah. So well, unless your name is Jody Wilson Raybolt. Sure. Yeah. You can, he, you can mess things up fine. Like yeah. you're great at that. Yeah, 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 Jody yeah. Wilson. She's got a book coming out and, and she will win probably again. She, Oh yeah. She's, a, she's, she's amazing. So, we're on our way today. I say all that to say we're on our way. My son is voting for the very first time. And as we're going there, we're in the car and he goes, and all of a sudden he pipes up and he goes, what's Derek Sloan's wife's name? And I'm like, Shelby Cramp. (laughs) (laughs) There you go. There you go. I'm like, I'm not telling. He goes, no, seriously. I'm like, Shelby Cramp. I'm pretty. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, the best thing about democracy is that everyone gets a vote. And the worst thing about democracy is that everyone gets gets a vote. vote. I I agree a hundred percent. It's like when it boils down to, well, I like their name. Cramp makes me. (laughs) Yeah. 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 So, Predictions on the election, Bob Morris. What do you think is going to happen? Do you oh, think anything is going to change? Uh, well, I hope so, but uh, we'll have to wait and see. That was really a you know you a political <laughs> that was a political answer. answer, wasn't it? Yeah. That was a political answer. <laughs> it's going to be close. It's going to be close. Steve, what do you think? I think it's going to be a conservative minority. Do you? Uh, I think the NDP are going to steal more from the Liberals than everyone thinks they might. Uh, and I don't think we're going to see another Green Party member for another oh, decade. Oh, yeah. I think they're. I think. Well, I think poor Elizabeth May might as well just sail out to sea. Well, she's not even shit. the leader of it. They, they, they. I know. I know. I Emery. I don't know. They left. Paul her, is her name. I think? Yeah, they yeah, left yeah, yeah. her hung out to dry. Oh yeah. Um, oh, yeah. So so what I think I, this is one of my concerns. I, I'm unashamedly a conservative, and. The PPC, some I appreciate some of their policies, but do you think the PPC are going to actually split the vote and actually assist the liberals? Uh, no, you don't think so? No, no. What? No, All four uh, of them? No, no. We the, got a guy. The PPC. I think a lot of people are just going to vote for PPC instead of voting for the conservatives, and then the 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 uh, liberals are just going to squeak up the middle. That'll no, throw a, I mean that's that'll yeah. throw a handful of gravel at them. Oh, yeah. yeah, that's <laughs> that was, not like our I, guy that's running PPC in our in my writing has yeah. the has literally like he puts Derek Sloan to shame. His cowboy hat 
is it's a it's a thirty galloner. It's not even a ten gallon hat. Like wow. it's and it is he's like I don't know. I just don't think they're a real political party. Well, and and here's a, here's a thought that I I read something yesterday, and I was a little shocked that the people were saying that in their neighborhood they had people that were taking down their orange signs. They had orange NDP signs. They were taking them down and putting up the purple PPC signs. Mm. Like that, that sounds about right. Can you imagine people going from that far left to that far right? Like, <laughs> yeah, I mean you. I mean you. Just, you don't like you don't like the two that normally run the country, and so you just like yeah. Uh, yeah I mean, protest that's the 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 random the random outliers. They, they never decide anything. Right? I've got, so. I've got a friend who is is unashamedly uh, NDP, and he wants to start, but he's he's pro Israel, so he doesn't like the fact that the left are getting so anti Israel. So he wants to start a new party called the Reform NDP. And he wants to take the best of the left and the best of the right. So he wants to actually, what his whole platform is, we are going to tax you to death. We are going to tax you to death, but we're going to give a gun to every household. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm like, you could make some some, uh, political headway there, Richard. I mean, I I don't know. I think that's a good... uh, Nothing wow. makes me miss American politics more than that idea right there. Yeah, no Holy kidding. Cow. No Holy kidding. Cow. Uh, let's just see what else we've got coming up. Uh, oh, we're going to talk about 9-11 in a second, but I, w- I want to talk about this. Have you ever seen the movie Nutty Professor? Have you seen that movie the, with, uh, who's it, Eddie Murphy? Is it Eddie Murphy? Yeah, Eddie Murphy's mm-hmm. in it. So, so the, this is, he, he plays the part, and I'm just going to play that. Sure, man. I think I do remember hearing something on TV about colon cleansing. They say everyone should have one. I'm thinking about getting me an appointment and go down and get my colon cleansed thoroughly. You want your colon cleansed? Man, I'm going to clean mine. Yeah, my colon is clean. I'm talking squeaky clean. Okay. Colon cleansing. The reason we're talking about colon cleansing, I, for many of you, I you know that I've turned 50 this year. Oh, yes. And on Tuesday, I'm going for my first ever colonoscopy. Oh, good man! And and apparently, because now in this day and age, there are no secrets when it comes to health. You know, because we're all supposed to tell each other all mm-hmm. our health things mm-hmm. because you tell if you're vaccinated or not. So I'm telling. Mm-hmm. I think it's the in thing to do. I need mm-hmm. to tell it's everyone good. I'm going for a colon cleanse. I'm going for a colonoscopy. You ever oh, been Andy. for a colonoscopy, Bob? I have not to this point. There you go. And Stevie, have you ever gone? Oh yeah, oh yeah. They give you that special drink. Well, that's the well, thing. The, the special drink. Oh, yeah. So so t- tomorrow. Is I'm not allowed to eat anything. My my dear wife is up making me chicken broth for a meal to eat or whatever. I'm just supposed yeah. to be on liquid diet, mm. and then tomorrow night at seven o'clock I get a I get a nice little shake, nice little beverage, and then I got to wake up at at five in the morning to have another drink, and apparently it all comes out in the end. Oh, I think you'll be up before five a.m. <laughs> oh yes, yes. <laughs> So when this is all done, you and Stevie will have your uh, colon cleansing passports, but uh, I won't. Yes, yes, yeah, and yes. what will that get me? I want to be able to go to some restaurant and show them my colon cleansing passport mm-hmm. and say, listen, this is what I got. I'm in. Uh, I, I, they take it. They'd love it. Yeah. <laughs> so any any tips or anything like that that I need to be aware of? Uh, <laughs> give, give me Just... some. Give me some hope, Stevie. Oh yeah, no the the drink tastes wonderful. It'll all be great. It's not weird at all. Uh, yeah, it'll it'll all be good. Oh yeah, hospitals are super safe right now. Everything's fine. <laughs> Don't worry about it. And 
Okay, so and then I got to go in for my blood pressure. I got what they call the white coat syndrome. So the minute I see oh, someone yeah. with a white coat, it's like my blood pressure goes up 20 points. So then I'm going to be yeah. panicking the whole time. But I'm told yeah. after the fact, when you come to, you feel pretty good. Is that true? After you've come? Oh, oh yeah. And yeah, then, once, it's, once it's in your rear view, you're fine. And then once you're done and, and you go out, you haven't eaten for like a day and a half. So oh, then yeah. did you eat afterwards? Like, were you like starving? Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm not been known to take it easy in life. I'm not really a halfway kind of guy. So, so yeah, I think I probably went out and I heard you say, I, think they, hmm? I was gonna say, I heard you say Stevie in your rear view. Is that a metaphor? <laughs> yeah, no yeah, pun yeah. intended. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> no no <laughs> <All> puns intended. <laughs> no pun intended. I think, that, I think that was the week they came out with the extra big Big Mac, ah. whatever that was called. Oh uh, yeah. I, I had one of those. It was good. Mm, yeah. nice. uh, okay. Well that that's what's up for Tuesday. So if you think to pray for me on Tuesday, just think, uh, yeah, that's, I'm going mm. in for that. Well, well, uh, well, I'll do. Yeah, I will do. Okay. So then uh, in politics, there's a couple things and then we'll, we'll end the show. But this one, uh, our, our favorite president, Joe Biden, he always is good for a, a little clip. So this is, this is him this week. Week, um, just recently, uh, you know, the looks like a tornado. They don't call them that anymore. That hit the crops and, <laughs> and wetlands in the middle of the country, and in Iowa, and Nevada, and I mean, it's just across the board. Okay, my question is, what do they call tornadoes now? <laughs> they don't call them that anymore. I'm like. What? Where did, where was I? Because I missed this. And I'm worried about Iowa. Maybe the Field of Dreams <laughs> yeah, isn't there maybe anymore. Maybe it's gone because of the formerly known as tornadoes. Yeah. Stevie? Uh, also, Nevada, <laughs> not the middle of the country. <laughs> it's not even my country, Joe. It's yours. <laughs> oh, I, I do love the man. Uh, he, he just, he, he adds so much to... Uh, <laughs> He does add so much. Uh, 9-11 was this week, and we're just going to play a little clip on this. American 11, are you trying to call? The cockpit is not answering their phone. Our number one is in staff, and our five is in staff. I am going to call from Washington. I am in a situation with American 11, a possible hijack. What's going on, Betty? The craft is erratic again. Problem, very erratic. Eddie, are you there? 9-11, 20 years. Bob, do you remember where you were? Oh, absolutely. I think probably most everybody does. I was, I was at work, and one of the ladies in the office came running through the factory telling people what had happened. Yeah. Steve, where were you? Yeah, I was actually at school at Loyalist College, and, uh, and I remember all of our photojournalism students were getting getting in cars and just getting driving to the to try to document some of it like i remember it was just oh yeah they're putting the tvs up in the school and it was like it was it was like yeah it was really rattling because it was like we we knew it was we knew it was uh and it, it has been continues to be it's sort of this turning point in history yeah. And uh and so yeah, I think I think there was a an awareness of the gravity of what of what this what meant just happened. for our world. Yeah. yeah. It changed it. And you know, where we've been, you know, and someone's brought up recently with some of the things we're changing with COVID, um, you know, they said, Well, it's gonna be like this for a while and and it's like, you know, nine eleven happened twenty years ago and we're still taking our shoes off at the airport, right? You right. we're still doing all mm-hmm. kinds of things at the airport. Um I remember you know, the gravity of the situation. I remember my parents were actually in the States that day 
and they went mm. to a quartet convention in Louisville, Kentucky. And, and my mom was a rest her soul. She was a bit oblivious. And they <laughs> said, well, you know, they, they canceled all the concerts and stuff. So they decided let's go do some sightseeing. So they tried to get in and do some sightseeing at Fort Knox. So they, they, drove, <laughs> oh, yeah. they drove up to the gate and, and then they got stopped by the military and she's like, Oh, we're just going for a tour. And, and he's like, ma'am, are you aware of what's happened in our country? <laughs> and she's like, yeah. And they're like, it's, it's closed uh, until further notice. And she's like, Oh, Okay, we'll go back to the hotel. <laughs> you can't enter, ma'am, because that's why I wear this badge. That's why I wear this badge is exactly right. Oh, dear glory. We used to bug my mom about that all the time. I'm like, who uh, go, on 9-11, who wants to go and tour Fort Knox? My mother does. Uh, dear yeah. Marg. My, yeah, that's right. Uh, also on 9-11, uh, Michael W. Smith released his, uh, his first worship so- album, And we just want to hear, and he's just re-released a new live album this week, and we just want to hear a little bit about that. I remember just being in the car and Debbie calling me and saying, hey, have you watched the news? They say some some planes hit the the Twin Towers. And I went, that's weird. You know, I'm thinking a small plane, an accident. I get to my studio and turn the TV on, and obviously what we all did, and we're not even believing what you're seeing. You're overwhelmed with emotion. You're just trying to process it all. You know, I just couldn't believe what was happening. We're, our country's being attacked. I just kept, kept thinking the loss of life. What's this gonna do to our country? And it really doesn't really dawn on me till that night that, oh my goodness, my record was released today on the day that we have been attacked. The timing of this reimagining of this record coming out, everything that's going on now, especially Afghanistan, God's in the timing of all things, could be the right record for the right time again. So he's re-released uh, Worship Forever, and and uh, it's a live music, and uh, you can actually go on the TBN app and actually see the concert. And let me tell you, I don't. There's so much uncertainty in this world. I went on and I listened to the live album on Friday. It came out Friday. I listened to. I'm crying in the car. Tears hmm. are coming down. And then I sent it to my sister to let her watch it. And she's like, it, she was crying too. It's just this is the message of hope that we need today. And uh, if you have an opportunity to watch worship again, it just grounds you and uh, it's an orchestral arrangement and it's just, it's powerful. And so Michael W. Smith and worship, uh, uh, worship forever. And it's out uh, as of Friday. So you want to, might want to check that out. And uh, you know, when we talk about nine 11, uh, 20 years, hard to believe it's gone by. I, and I had a friend that was working at VIP security in Pearson at the time I remember we talked afterwards, and when they grounded all the planes, I said, well, you know, I, do you think there was planes that actually were coming from Canada? Like, could there have been some that were, and he said there was a plane, Toronto, heading to New York that fit the profile, and they found box cutters on board uh-huh. that, that, that landed. So, I, I mean, there was four planes that we know of. I think there yeah. were more. I think there were more. Wow. I, I firmly yeah. believe that there were more, so. Uh, 
that was heavy. We, we kind of went light, and then we went to talking. How do we get from going to colonoscopies to 9-11? I don't <laughs> we, know. we run the gamut around here. I'm telling you, there's, there's <laughs> lots to talk about. Lots to talk what? About. Did we just become best friends? Yup. Do you want to go do karate in the garage? Yup. You know what, guys? I have missed you. I have. It's been amazing to do season one, but now we're on to season two. And and it's kind of been like we've been off our game for a little bit. And I've been thinking about it. We got to get back in the game and we got to start and launch season two. Mm. And I've been a little nervous to get back on. Have you been a little nervous, Bobby? Uh, I kind of wondered, but uh, now that it's done, I feel good. Oh, kind of as good as I will feel on Tuesday after the big uh, cleansing. <laughs> <laughs> Let's hope. <laughs> Stevie, how do you feel? Oh, this is great. I just, I love it. Love you guys. Just love getting back together. This is so much fun. So. Is your studio a little messy? Uh, yeah, I'm not allowed. My wife's not allowed to do a pan around and show you what it looks like. <laughs> so, uh, that's illegal. Well, so. I'm going to go up and eat be- while I still can because mm, after tomorrow, I am beginning to pray and fast for the whole day. Good call. There you go. <laughs> yeah. For the Edge of Top Foolery, my name is Bruce Mackey. I'm Bob Morris. I am Zeus Arbuckle. Oh, there he is, the uh, quarterback's uh, cousin. And uh, (laughs) listen, thanks for tuning in, folks, and we will see you next week. Have a great week, everyone.